You are listening to Bringing Grace to the Nations podcast, where we talk about your theological questions. BGN podcast is produced every Saturday for your enjoyment. Get more information on our website, grace-nation.com. Also, follow us on Twitter at GraceNationMin and on Facebook. Now, here is your host, President of Grace Nation Ministries, Victor. Back to a brand new episode of Bringing Grace to the Nations podcast. I am your host, Victor, and for the first time ever in Bringing Grace to the Nations podcast history, I am recording this episode standing up. And the reason I'm doing that is because my chair squeaks and it sounds like I'm farting when I'm recording a podcast. And guys, if you think I was farting all that, I'm not, okay? It's the squeaky chair and I apologize. Guys, this episode is going to be a little interesting because we had plans to have a guy named Brady Shearer on. On the podcast today. He is the CEO of Pro Church Tools and he is a social media wizard. But unfortunately, due to just some scheduling conflicts on my end, we've had to reschedule for later in July. And so it kind of threw this podcast off a little bit. It's going to be a much shorter podcast and I'm just going to be talking about something that's been on my heart a little bit for the past few weeks, especially after my trip to Dallas. And so I'm super excited to be talking about some of those things. We're going to be reading from the Gospel of John. But I just wanted to let you guys know that that this was not like uh, this podcast was not planned to be this way. We actually were planning on having a social media wizard on our show, and he's awesome. And he was—he's going to be talking you know, when we do have him on in the future. He's going to be talking about how we can use social media for the glory of God instead of, uh, t- you know, you know what social media does, guys. It's it, there's a lot of bad stuff out there. And so I'm super excited for that. So just keep your eye out in July. Uh, we'll, be, we'll be definitely hooking up with him here in the next few weeks uh, within you know the month of July. Guys, I'm super excited. I just want to give you guys a little bit update about my future and what I'm going to be doing here. I'm actually traveling to Florida for two weeks here uh, from July 1st to July 13th. So I'm not going to promise any podcasts over those, uh, over those you know, weeks. I don't think I'm not going to be able to bring my recording equipment and things like that, and so I'm a, I'm you know a little worried about that. So I'm going to try and record some stuff before I go on my trip. Um, I'm going to be you know working at a camp and I'm going to be working with kids and there's just a lot of stuff that's going to be going on. So I'm not going to promise a podcast over those few. Uh, it, it should just only be one weekend, but I just want to let you guys know so that you don't come and murder me when there's no podcast. So just forgive me now. Uh, I know I'm missing a few weeks, I'm sorry. I wanna do a week where I post a podcast every day of the week. So hopefully that'll be coming up here maybe uh, around the end of July. I'll try and pump out that. That'll be super cool, we'll have a bunch of guests. It'll be fun. But. This week, especially after my Dallas trip, if you've listened to last week's podcast, you know that I did a week of just intense evangelism. And this week, this isn't going to be a podcast on like the theology behind evangelism or like the methods behind it. This is going to be like a motivation podcast. Like I'm going to really speak into um, what evangelism is and why we should be motivated to do evangelism. That's what's been on my heart for the past week or so. I'm going to be reading from the Gospel of John. We're going to be reading right from John 1. It's awesome because uh, some of my co-workers at Starbucks, we meet every Thursday and do a little Bible study and then pray. And so it's really awesome. And we're actually going through the book of John as like a store. And my buddy Tyler, he actually works at my Starbucks with me. You guys know him. He's been on the podcast before. He actually walked through uh, John or John 1, 1 through 5. And so really good passage. And so I'm going to go ahead and read that passage. I'm going to talk about it for a little bit. I'm going to give a call to evangelism. And then we'll be out of here hopefully in less than like 10, 15 minutes. But guys, I'll be reading from John 1. And I'm going to be reading verses 1, 1 through 5. And... 
uh, I'll be reading from the CSB. So if you guys don't have a CSB or don't really know what the CSB is, it's an awesome version of the Bible that you should totally get. I'm actually going to be reading from my uh, Spurgeon Study Bible because it's Spurgeon and it's my favorite study Bible ever. Okay, so I'll be reading uh, John 1, 1 through 5. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. All things were created through him, and apart from him, not one thing was created. In him was life, and that life was the light of men. That light shines in the darkness, and yet the darkness did not overcome it. I'm going to go ahead and read it one more time. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. All things were created through him, and apart from him, not one thing was created. In him was life, and that life was the light of men. That light shines in the darkness, and yet the darkness did not overcome it. Guys, I just want to talk, first of all, John is like, it's my favorite gospel. It might be my favorite New Testament book. It is like the gospel of gospels. Like you want to know about Jesus and his deity? Read John. This is what Spurgeon has to say about the book of John. John is the the majestic evangelist. He is the high soaring eagle with piercing eyes. His is the gospel of the son of God. We cannot describe the deity of Christ in a clearer language than what John does. He was with God. He was God. He did the works of God, for he was the creator. If any doubt his deity, if any doubt Jesus' deity, they must do so in distinct defiance of the Holy Scripture, specifically within the book of John. The book of John holds everything about Jesus. The book of John starts so interestingly. If you go read the other Gospels, how do they start? Like, if you know, if you've, if you've gone through the other Gospels, you'll know that, that Matthew, Mark, and Luke all start with what? They start with the genealogy and then his birth. Right? That's how all the Gospels begin. But no, John doesn't start that way. John starts with a, with a declaration of who Jesus is and what he's done. Right? Let's read it again. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He's talking about Jesus. In the beginning was the Word. He's talking about the Word that spoke, that created everything. We're talking about God's power right? That was Jesus. Jesus was there. He is deity and he is God. We are, this is a declaration of God's deity and his power. Oh man, don't get me going guys. Come on, don't get me preaching here. All right. Then we go on to read, all things were created through him and apart from him, not one thing was created. Again, we're going back to creation. Now this is the part that I really want to hone in on. All right. Uh, It's going to be in verses four and five. And him was life. And that life was the light of men. That light shines in the darkness, and yet darkness did not overcome it. I'm going to give you guys a little view into my personal life here. Uh, the we, every you know Thursday, as I told you guys, we meet and pray uh, at, at my Starbucks store. Some coworkers are the nine. We go through the Book of John. My prayer, while I was um, we we go in a circle and we pray, and my prayer was along the lines of God root out any darkness that's within our own hearts, because if we expect to shine the light in our workplace, there can be no darkness in us. 
And that was kind of my prayer because, you know, during that day, something was going on just within my own heart. And I knew that if I walked into Starbucks with the attitude that I had, that I would only be spreading darkness, not the light of God, right? And so I was just desperately pleading with God to like remove every ounce of darkness, rip it to shreds. Because if I expect to minister to my coworkers, then I can't have any ounce of darkness in me because I need to be showing the light. Like God is the light. You'll read in like all of John's uh, letters and yeah, I guess they are, they're all letters minus his gospel, um, that he references light. If you go read 1 John, he's, he talks about light and darkness so much. He loves that parallel. Why? Because light and darkness are completely opposite of each other, right? Darkness is the absence of light. And when you go to heaven, like light is all there is and there's no darkness. And in, in hell and Satan, like there is absolutely no light. It's complete darkness. And we are going into this complete darkness to be ministers of the gospel. And so what I want to encourage you guys to do this week is to ask God to like root out any darkness. That doesn't mean you're not saved. Like when I'm saying like root out darkness, I'm saying like root out sin in your life. I'm saying bring up areas where like you need to repent and confess of some sin in your life. That's what that darkness is. And we all have it. Like God, God knows our heart better than we know our own heart. Right. And so there might be some areas in our heart that are dark that we might not even be aware of because we just don't know ourselves as well as God does. And so asking Jesus to bring them to the surface and cut them off. Like we read, I believe, believe it's in James where it talks about refining our soul, right? And so what, you know, in, in, you know, a long time ago when they would kind of like refine metals and they would try and get the pure metals out of the rock, what they would do is they would, they would put it in this really intense heat. Uh, I think the word is dokemion in the Greek, right? Dokemion. They would, they would put it in this really intense heat and then all of the imperfections would rise to the top. And then what you would be left with is the pure metal under it. And then what they would do is they would cut the top part off, all the imperfections off, and then all you would be left with is the pure gold or the pure metals or whatever you were trying to refine. Like that's what we need. Ask, that's what we need to ask God to do because I believe that there are some there's some rock and there's some unwanted kind of like disgusting stuff that needs to be brought to the surface for us to even realize that we have it right. And so that's like our prayer to God. We need to be asking God, God, bring these things up from our heart that we don't even know about. Bring them to the top and then cut them out of our lives so that all that we have left is the pure gold that is Jesus and that is light in this world, guys. When John is talking about that that he was the light of man, he's talking about Jesus. Jesus dwells within each and every Christian on this earth. We have the power of the Holy Spirit that dwells inside of us. That is pure light. And when we go into darkness, we need to be conscious of making sure that we shine that light. And a lot of people will get this, you know, misconception and I have it all the time where like, okay, well, like we'll just shine in light. Like we don't have to really talk about anything. We're just shining light. Like that's the gospel, right? No, I'm going to tell you a huge part of shining your light is proclaiming the gospel with your freaking mouth. Sorry, I said freaking. I'm getting pumped up, guys. Um, I'm saying, like, that's a huge part of the gospel. We want to know why? Because people will go out with the excuse of, like, I'm living a good life. I'm living a godly life and say, I'm doing enough to share the gospel. Well, guess what, guys? No, you're not because you're not proclaiming it with your mouth. In the Bible, when we read every instance of people coming to Christ, we see that the gospel was proclaimed with words, Right? So why do we think we have the excuse to walk around and just say that our lives are being godly and then not say anything? We don't. It's not saying that you say it all and then don't act godly. Like there, it's like it's like if you're rowing a boat, right? And one oar is sharing the gospel and the other oar is living a godly life. If you're just rowing one of the oars that is living a godly life, you're just going to be going in circles, my friend. 
But when you roll both of them in sequence, you're living a godly life while proclaiming the gospel and the good news. You are going to be going in a straight line. I was in a lecture the other day and it was talking about how we need to be proclaiming the gospel unhindered. Like that needs to be our prayer. We need to pray that the gospel comes from our lips and penetrates the heart of the soul, uh, penetrates the soul of the person that we're talking to unhindered. Sometimes I feel like when we're talking, it's like the gospel's like swimming through molasses because we're just, we're just not there. But we need, our prayer needs to be that it shoots from our mouth and penetrates the heart of the person we're talking to and that the person that's receiving the gospel, that God would work in their heart to turn their heart of stone into a heart of flesh so that they're able to receive this gospel. Guys, this is a call to evangelize. This is a call to bring people to Jesus. This is a call to do the Great Commission. The Great Commission that's listed, you know, all throughout Scripture. People will say that the only instance of the Great Commission is in Matthew 28, and it says, as you go, not, and, and, you know, they'll say, oh, yeah, but it means, like, as you go, not go, so, like, I can stay here. Yeah, well, there's, like, 19 other instances of the Great Commission within Scripture where it does tell you to go, so don't use it as an excuse not to do anything. I've heard that so much. We're like, yeah, I'm just, as I go, you know, just living a good life, living Jesus, sharing with my coworkers. I would have to go anywhere. The, you know, the, the mission statement of our school is, is not um, pray, ask God where to go. It's to ask God why you should stay. And that's really been like in my heart. Is there a good reason for me to stay where I am? Or is there a better reason for me to go across the sea where they've never heard the name of Jesus or the gospel or anything related to who Christ is and share with those dying souls who are destined for an eternity in hell? Or should I stay here in my three-story mansion, you know, eating Starbucks every day. I'm not trying to guilt you into anything, but I'm trying to put into perspective what Christianity is all about. And if we don't have a heart and a mind that is focused on bringing other people to know Christ, then I'm going to say lovingly, brother or sister, we need to check to see if we have been personally transformed by the gospel. Because I'm going to tell you that if you've been personally transformed by the power of the gospel and by God himself, you will have a fervor to go and see the nations come to Christ. And if you don't have that fervor, then please ask God to give it to you. Because because that's something that naturally comes with Christianity. Guys, I've gone on. I talked. I I got really pumped up. Like, I'm glad I stood up because I'm, like, dancing and, like, punching and, like, doing poses. If you guys could see me, um, it would not be a pretty sight. But this is just a call to you guys. I I want to encourage you guys to really just... Get out there and share the gospel. People's lives are at stake. I know, I think I told it, I think I said it in the last episode where we were talking about like if there's a a phone store giving out free iPhone 10s and you, they had an unlimited amount of iPhone 10s and you went and you got a free iPhone 10 and all your friends were like, where'd you get that iPhone 10? Like, how'd you get that awesome iPhone 10? That's amazing. What would you do? Would you just kind of like, yeah, I'm living, I'm living like I have an iPhone 10, you know? I can FaceTime people. Or are you going to tell, like, guys, go to this phone store. They're giving them out for free. What would you do? Of course you're going to tell them to go to the phone store. How much more important is it to tell people to go to the eternal phone store where, where your life and your eternity rests at hand, right? So I want to encourage you guys. Get out there and share the gospel. If you guys have any questions or if you guys want to contact me, shoot me an email. If you, if you want some strategies on how to share the gospel, there's a bunch of apps. You can look up the three circles method. That's a fantastic method. There's some really good tracks. You could probably go to Lifeway and pick up. You could get like a hundred of them for a dollar. And it's called Satisfied. It's a great track. They have them in English and in Spanish. They have them in like 50 other languages. There's an app called One Cross that you can download. And it literally has the gospel presentation in over like 5,000 languages. All right. 
So there are, there are tools for you guys to get out in your community and share the gospel, even if that means taking a Saturday afternoon and going door to door sharing the good news because that's how much God has, has changed your life and that's how much you desire to see other people's lives changed. All right? Guys, I had a really good time talking. Like, I could go on seriously forever, but I don't want to take up too much of your time. I want you guys to have a fantastic week. And I am just looking forward to, to this podcast. I, guys, this podcast has changed my life. I love doing it. I hope you guys are just, I hope you guys are transformed by this podcast. And I hope God's using um, th- what we talk about here on this podcast to really just, to kind of like just change hearts and change minds and to, I'm just, I have such a passion to see the gospel taken across the globe. And I hope that this, I hope that Bringing Grace to the Nations podcast really encourage you guys to, to, to do it, to take the gospel across the, across the globe. If you're looking for any mission trip opportunities, if you're looking for a way to get involved in missions, hit me up. I have so many resources. Guys, I go to the Great Commission Seminary, all right? I can get you a place to go, all right? Just hit me up. And uh, I'm, I'm more than happy to get you in contact with the people that you need to get in contact with. Guys, you can email me, gracenationministries at yahoo.com. You can shoot me a message on Instagram, on Facebook. Uh, you can use the contact us form on our website, grace-nation.com. We have some awesome articles posted. My buddy Griffin just roasted Reckless Love as it should be. And you should go check out that article because that song is, yeah, don't get me started. Guys, I love you all. You are beautiful. You are one of a kind. Until next time, take care. And God's work. And that's the show. Thanks for listening. The BGN podcast comes out every week. Questions? Email us at gracenationministries at yahoo.com or tweet us at gracenationmin. Until next time, take care and God bless.